Welcome to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is Episode 7, Nova Soviet Roulette. Stay tuned after the episode for another commercial from the Oasis Advertising Network. And if you're one of the poor fools trapped in the endless Pavlovian dopamine adrenaline whiplash hell site, please take a moment to follow us on Twitter, at Oasis Cyberpunk, to stick it with the corpos all week long. And now, Tales from the Oasis is proud to present Episode 7, Nova Soviet Roulette. The stench of fresh blood permeates the air around the VIP table at Flaming's Real Steakhouse. The cries for help from the tweakers echo unanswered around the penthouse dining hall. The three remaining brokebacks stand confidently beside their seats, eyeing the ruthless efficiency of their recent mercenary hires with barely concealed amusement. One of them shifts his cowboy boots slightly out of the way of the steadily growing pool of blood underneath Reed's victim. The last of the tweakers that are there, they've either put their guns away or they are very clearly not using them. They've lowered them. Mavis, the one you just stabbed the hypodermic needle into with the tranquilizer, mm -hmm. he looks over and sees his boss lying on the ground in a steadily growing pool of his own blood and goes, whoa, that's a lot of red. <laughs> it sure is, buddy, it sure is. Cyberpunk red. <laughs> kind of like pat him on the shoulder, trying to get him to just sit down. As you do that, you look over at Reed, who is gleefully tearing into this guy, and you realize, as a doctor, if you don't step in right now, this motherfucker's gonna die. Another couple of gunshots go out, and one of the tweakers on the other side, the one closest to ISO, screams, hits the ground, and a hand just sort of flies past your field of vision. <laughs> Mavis makes a mental note to retrieve that hand later. But yes, you say that one of these tweakers who is tending to Jeremy points at me, was that right? Yes, one of the ones that's tending to Jeremy, the dead ganger points you and says, you're a doctor, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a doctor, god damn. And I'm gonna run over to Jeremy and attempt some first aid. You run up to Jeremy and get down next to him and he sort of blinks a little bit. Oh, turns out he's not dead. Hey. <laughs> and kind of looks up at you, opens his mouth to try and say something and then just coughs like and a little bit of blood comes out. You realize at this point, Jeremy is mortally wounded. <laughs> a status effect in Cyberpunk Red. That means that he is less than one HP and it is a difficulty value of 15 to heal back to one hit point. Would you like to attempt to do that? Uh, yeah. I have paramedic, first aid, and surgery. What am I rolling? All of them. Probably paramedic, right? Paramedic, yes. I kind of like nudge the other guy and just be like, hold this. And I'm like handing him bits uh, just to like get him to not. You just pick up a body part and hand it him. I want him to not be doing compressions and getting the fuck in my way. <laughs> so I'm just like, hold this. And yeah, hand him his hand. <laughs> And uh, I roll at- hey, Mavis, could you scoot up a bit so I can actually get a good shot of you? Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Get in here. I'm trying to get myself a show, you know, like that ER. And I roll myself a 20 to stabilize this boy. All right. You pull out another air hypo or two, slam them in and just shove them full of some adrenaline and then a tranquilizer to calm him down. Oh shit. He slowly drifts off into pain-filled, panic-induced sleep. Ah. Don't we all? The guy next to him goes, oh, thank you. Oh my God, he owes me so much money. <laughs> <laughs>
So next up in the queue is the leader who is on the ground being sliced <laughs> to ribbons. We're just gonna roll a die and see if he gets really, really lucky. Actually, I forgot, since he has less than half health, he has a minus two to all his actions, so he tries to struggle out from underneath you. He puts his arms forward and tries to army crawl forward and goes, guys, Argh! Next up is going to be Sadoi. So, that person um, who uh, was wanted uh, to help Jeremy, mm -hmm. I'm not putting this whip away until it's tasted some blood. Oh, no. <laughs> Finish him. Uh, and I'm being paid to fuck these people over, so I'm just gonna walk up and slice this guy in half if I can. Probably miss twice. <laughs> Give it a shot. That's a 10 and 11. What is wrong with this? Why is not working? Let's double check. Yeah, with their dex and evasion, their minimum is 12. <laughs> oh, no. They're tweaked the fuck out and just like twitchily looking around. You whip it out again twice. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> and their twitchiness, they managed to dodge both of them. How do I keep missing this? Is it broken? Oh, this is some great blooper footage. Reed, you're up next. It sounds like you're kind of consumed by bloodlust. Are you going to continue slicing this guy to ribbons? Uh, because we can just, we don't even need to roll. We can just say you coup de gras this motherfucker. The thing with Reed is that he's like controlled aggression. So like he knows he's down now. Okay, he's got fucking claws on one hand. That's what he uses as his main weapon. Uh-huh. But he's good enough at brawling to know that, like, this guy's fucked. And so as he starts crawling away, he just slams these claws, drags them along the sort of floor next to his face, and just goes, Who's a prissy bitch now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy doesn't respond. He is a little busy choking on his own blood. Nope, he rolls him over. Who's the prissy bitch now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, he tries to say something. <clears throat> uh, you realize with him on his back, the amount of blood that was coming out of his mouth is now pooling in his throat and he is completely unable to respond. It starts dripping out of the sides of his mouth and you realize that if you keep him on his back, nature is just gonna kind of take its course. He just rolls him back over, stands up, looks for another target. Okay. Is everybody else, like, out of the fight now? Oh, are there still people shooting? I'm still rolling. Sadoi just took a couple of swings at some tweakers that, while they don't have their guns pointed, they're down on the ground and they just, like, dodge left and right. And they're kind of, like, nervously looking at their boss and their friend, but they're still holding their weapons. So... Like, it, it's just that, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're okay. We don't necessarily need to fight. And he just sort of stands up and puts his foot on the guy's shoulder. You gotta fucking fight, or do you wanna not? Do you wanna just walk out of here alive? You put your foot on his shoulder and point your claws at the other people, and the ones that are still holding their guns raise their hands instinctively, dropping their weapons to the ground. One of them hits the ground, and being an old pistol, it fires off and hits the leg of the table. The combat no, is effectively that done. That table at this point. was two days from retirement! <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I retract my, my whip because it's clearly not helped. <laughs> uh, so, like, it pulls back into my thumb, like, you know, when you push the button on a vacuum cleaner and the cord rolls into it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and the thumb closes, and I'm like, well, I feel like they have to get their money's worth. Can I shoot you in the leg before you leave? He goes, uh, no, please, no. I, I might need that for... 
It hits right below his kneecap. You see the bone fracture into pieces, oh, and he collapses leg. face down in front of you, grabs his leg, and starts screaming. That was for Charles. Who is Charles? Rod and G-Man and Nico. They all stand up, and Rod starts a slow clap, which is then joined in by G-Man and Nico. And Rod says, well, I feel like y'all really did a just an excellent bang-up job here. Didn't get too much blood anywhere, not too much uh, other incidental damages. So, did not see Reed? Not that much blood everywhere. Reed just picks up the leader by the scruff of his neck and like turns him towards Rod. I remember you lost a man, right? Rod walks up to him and then kneels down in front of him and says, Now listen, in normal circumstances, when we miss a shipment like this, we would be more than happy to give you your money back and even give you a nice healthy discount on uh, future purchases that you made for us. But uh, unfortunately, and he looks over towards the pool of blood at the elevator and looks back and goes, these are not normal circumstances. And he holds a hand out and he goes, gun please. <laughs> we just sits there like holding him up. Who is he holding out his hand towards? Nobody in particular. I run over. Gun. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it and looks at the SMG you're handing him, right? Or no, is it... I mean, uh, the revolver that I just fired, so I just flip it around. You flip it around, he takes it and goes, Oh, nice revolver. It's got a good weight. You just fired one shot on this, right? Duh. He goes, well, I think it's time we play a game my ancestors used to enjoy in the old world. Oh, fuck. They call this a uh, Russian roulette. You ever heard of it? And he pops the barrel out and he starts spinning the chamber. This is cultural appropriation, but okay, go on, I guess. <laughs> in a standard revolver, you got six shots. One's already been used, but in something like this, it's an eight shot. Now, I don't know if you're particularly any good at math, but do you know what the chances are of me landing on the empty cartridge if I spin this? And the guy goes, no. Not very good, and he slams it in. Reed, the body goes limp in your hands. Reed just like drops it, wipes his blood off his like hands, like onto his own shirts, and just sort of stands up. He takes the pistol, flips it around, and hands it back to Sadoy, and says, thank you kindly. Very much appreciate it. Y'all have done excellently. Nico, why don't you go and uh, put some courtesy handcuffs on all our friends here? Yes, sir. Right away, sir. He gets up and pulls out a big thing of little synthoplastic zip tie handcuffs, which strikes all of you as a little weird. And he goes and he begins handcuffing all of these booster gangers. Rod steps back and sort of wipes his hands off and turns towards the party. Well, very much appreciate all of your help that you, you gave me today. And you kept everything safe, kept everything secure. As a appreciation, I'd like to go ahead and offer you a boon. Any small thing you need in Oasis City, find anything that's hard to get, you need to find someone, find something, you let me know. We can find basically anything and secure it for you. Just as a favor, personal uh, favor for I me. I need 42 hydroponic filters. <laughs> what? Sorry, I what? 42 hydroponic filters. I mean, I was expecting like we'd get a phone call or something from you later, but... It, you sure you want to use it now? That is a good good opportunity to help. I get paid for other by other employer. I fix, you know, hydroponic. Uh, I'm gonna roll something real quick. 
That is such a lame favor. For record, we say it our favor, right? This isn't like one favor for all of us. It's a favor for the group. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he just sort of dead eye stares at Sinoi. Ah, fuck. All right, folks, don't forget to like and subscribe, and I turn off the camera. <laughs> so does any of the rest of the party have issue with Sidoy using your favor for this? <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm indifferent. It's just, like, lame. Like, Reed didn't have anything, like, specific, but it's always nice to have a favor from someone powerful. And I'm just throwing it away immediately on a bunch of filters. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, he's not happy about it. Um, I'm going to turn around and just go, and, um, if it's not too much trouble to ask, um, do you need that? And I point at the, uh, at the very dead, uh, tweaker. <laughs> well, no, he's not dead anymore. You stabilized him. No, the, uh, the very dead tweaker. Mm, the very dead. <laughs> the guy the that leader. just got executed. <laughs> ah, he, he says, do we need the body? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, not particularly. You know what? I don't I'm, even want to ask. I'm just gonna take take that with. I don't you. even want to ask. You do whatever it is you do with that. I'm totally it's probably fine. Probably for the best. Um, as far as these filters, Fred would probably know where to. Oh, right. And he looks towards the pool of blood in front of the elevator. He goes, right. Um, Fred is no longer with us. Um, well, boys, <laughs> I think we're gonna need a new head of fixer operations. Uh, and I think this is the perfect time, Nico, for you to step up and out of the internship role. <laughs> and uh, Nico, the youngest cowboy, his eyes go wide. He goes, really? You really want me to do this, Rod? And he goes, I think you've, you've more improved yourself worthy. Uh, and you know what? Here's your first clients. This is a perfect opportunity. All of you folks, you, you, you seem pretty good in a firefight and clearly can take care of yourselves. If you're, uh, if you're looking for any work in the Oasis, feel free to contact Nico. He will be able to, to hook you up with some sort of jobs and opportunities. As far as those filters, Nico, you're going to get on him? And Nico says, yes, um, huh. Actually, I, I think I've got an idea. Uh, yeah, I bet Tanya down at the club probably has some for backup storage for the club. And Rod says, well, that sounds just great. I, th I think this is more your purview than mine. So how about you take care of that? And, uh, well, I think we're going to go get ourselves cleaned up. Thank you very much for coming by and sharing what you knew about what happened to our um, missing property. And thank you very much for helping defend Flamin's Real Steakhouse. Your next meal will be 10% off on me. When can I expect the uh, 1500 All oh, right, your payment. Uh, G-Man? G-Man pulls out a little tablet, taps a couple of fingers onto it, and says, well, that should be added to your account relatively shortly within the next five or ten minutes. Gotta wait for the blockchain transactions to go through, but should be fine after that. Oh, that, thank you for reminding me. And I turn to one of the plastic cuff, uh, synth cuffed um, tweakers and go, should I bill you or um, Jeremy here for the stabilization? You know, I'm a private clinic. We got costs and things. Uh, he looks at you and just sort of shrugs and you shrug right back and then go down towards Jeremy and grab his wrist and bring a little NFC scanner to it and you grab his you grab his contact details for getting payment for him later. L luckily it was the wrist that's still attached. I'm probably going to take his hand. No, no, as no, well. it's just the wrist. It's just the wrist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take his hand as collateral. <laughs> yeah. You just pick up the hand. <laughs> 
I, I, this so fits like the memes, you know, where it's like, oh, I can't pay for the doctor, the doctor. <laughs> Cost an arm and a leg. Well, I'm cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Rod and G-Man pick themselves up and brush themselves off and uh, give you another wave, head back and sort of gingerly step over the body of their fallen comrade. And you hear the elevator ding. Nico is beginning to take pictures of everything and uh, he's typing something up. All right, and uh, let's see, we'll need to get two cleaners, maybe three cleaners in here. And uh, he looks up and says, oh, y'all are still here. Um, Did, did y'all need anything? Do you need a, well, do you happen to need a gig? Do you have a to-go bag for this? And I point down at the dead boss. <laughs> uh, no, we don't, I don't think we have any to-go bags that are that big. That's fine. I'll, I'll just. Wait, do you not even have a fucking body? I'll just bag? take it as it is. You're a goddamn medic. <laughs> yeah, no, I. I mean, you are a medic. Like, surely I've you've got, got them. Bag. I've got them. I just wanted or to make free. the joke. I wanted to do the goof. Okay, it's a good goof. All right, you you grab out a very small compressed body bag, twist it a little bit, and it begins sort of inflating to give you more room to pack mm -hmm. the bag in there. In the couple of minutes it takes to inflate, Nico uh, walks over to Sadoi and says, so, um, here's the details for Tanya. She's gonna be at the club. Uh, have you ever been to our club before? No, sorry, we are new to Oasis. We have been here all of one day. Right, that's right, I forgot you. Yeah, sorry, came in on the caravan, shit went south, I apologize for that. Well, the place you're looking for is called the uh, the meat grinder, or just the grinder for short, and he gives you some rough directions on, on how to get there. She should be there, um, well, it looks like she's probably already left by now, um, but she should be there sometime tomorrow after 9 p.m. Yeah, you guys should go ahead and stop by and talk to her. Uh, do, any of y'all happen to be fans of hard rock music? Only if it doesn't get me DMCA'd. Fats. <laughs> There's an awkward pause before Reed expresses his support. I fucking love rock music. We're having a little music gathering get together thing. Tomorrow is a uh, rock hard night where uh, we're having a full lineup of rock bands. Uh, Tanya should be there. You should be able to come by and collect those filters from her. They should just be in the back. But. If y'all are interested in getting another gig, there is gonna be a, a fella and his gaggle of beautiful ladies that are gonna be there tomorrow that could definitely use the help of uh, diverse <laughs> groups such as yourselves. What does what that work mean? Until? I don't. What sort of job? Uh, what? Well, we got a, a, a nomad, a medic, uh, a tech, right? I assume you're a tech. Saw the little thumb a thing. Duck. And uh, one of the little, little media guys. Uh, this is a. Uh, this actually be pretty perfect for some gig that he's been talking to me about. Oh. They're looking to shoot a new music video. Oh, I'm good with a camera. I mean, I'm still stuck for a week at least. Well, we are, uh, we are stuck in Oasis, aren't we? I am so. short on cash. It would be good for our reputation as well. And you say, you say this is the uh, club where they have these filters, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's where uh, Tanya's gonna be. So you could, you know, kill two aerial drones with one rocket propelled grenade and just show up to the club tomorrow. Hey, I do need cash. All right, well, perfect timing. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get this all set up. Are, are you good with your uh, body bag and transporting of that there corpse? Oh, yeah, <laughs> fine. I've dragged more bodies than this at once. Uh, this is, this is like a normal Friday night for me. Well, I love your attitude. We're definitely gonna have some work for you in the future. Uh, well, I'm gonna get these cleaners done and I'm sure y'all you, you, have had quite a day and could definitely use some rest and some oh, good shut-eye. 
Uh, let me go ahead and charter you a vehicle to get back home. Oh, thank you kindly. And he types a couple of things. He says, that should be arriving here pretty shortly at the front desk. So, uh, yeah, please leave at your <laughs> earliest convenience. Yep. Bye. That's what Reed takes out of All time right. to go. See ya. N nothing more for you here. So you walk back towards the elevator and uh, step over the corpse of the fallen person. Uh, I give that body, like, just a little like long longing full eye as we walk past it but i've already got one and i don't need you know more than one at once is it's just tricky i don't need two bodies too many cops too many corpses too many corpses too, too many corpses <laughs> Uh, so, as you're walking towards the elevator, you step over the body of the last Brokebacks person, and as you do, someone nudges it with their foot, and his coat kind of goes back a little bit, and you see the glints of some shiny shit in his pockets. Ooh. Now, that being said, Nico is still here and still, you know, preparing to get rid of these bodies and clean everything up, uh, and... I would say it's pretty common knowledge that uh, people get a little upset no, when you loot the bodies of their friends. I'm good. I've already got I my uh, my loot. Okay. Do you want to do you want to try and hide it at all, or are you just gonna? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and be sneaky, but not too mm -hmm. sneaky. This guy is just an intern. He's probably not that good. He was described as the rising star, uh, if I do remember. This wasn't the intern. <laughs> not anymore. He's been promoted. Sedoy, <laughs> you lean down and begin rifling through his pockets. Yeah. Okay, rolling three rolls and then comparing it against my data sheet for one yeah. D100 things that you could find in a mercenary's pockets. Because this is <laughs> way easier than making stuff up. Um, I love your tables. <laughs> the first thing you find is uh, by pulling his coat back, you see that he's actually got a weapon strapped to his uh, strapped to his side that you recognize immediately, Sedoy, as being a microwaver. An exotic weapon worth 500 eddies. Yep, that's mine now. I need, I need another gun anyway. The second thing you find is uh, uh, a little tech card thing. It basically looks like a, a like a, a, a card skimmer. So, Sedoy, can I get a basic tech roll from you? Well, it's a critical success. That's a 32. Holy Damn. shit. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry, that's a 34. <laughs> You take this credit card thing that uh, you did and you, you flip it over and you examine it and with your exceedingly technical skills, you immediately identify what it is. It is not a skimmer, it is a price override module for a vendit machine. Ooh. You could basically plug this in uh, to a any sort of vending machine well, and it will uh, override the prices and make everything free. Well. That's uh, that's pretty rad. <laughs> Booze on Sedoya. Uh, it does require a tech roll in order to remove and be able to, to keep its use, but it will work at least once. Well, it definitely went to the right person if it requires a tech roll. So, <laughs> so it's probably past midnight at this point. And you head downstairs, and sure enough, Nico has gotten you a car, a vehicle. It's a um, nice-ish vehicle. You all get in. It is automated, of course. Um, and has your destination in mind, which is odd because you didn't actually tell Nico where you were going, but it's already set. It takes you directly to your apartment building. So, Sidoy. Blah? So I, uh, noticed you, uh, made an agreement for our services, yes? Duh? What, what do you want? I wouldn't mind my cut. Uh, well, uh, you should have negotiated to get paid then. No, 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 no. What I heard was you negotiated for us. 
and then we provided the services. You did the negotiations perfectly. You vol you volunteered to kill people. I got hired. No, we got hired. I think Reed's got a point here, Sadoi. What I'm saying is that I saw you fire one fucking shot, and you didn't even hit. I tore a man practically in fucking half. Well, no, I did hit. I hit. I mean, there was also the fun thummy okay, thing. Okay, well, I suppose you are. Uh, I'm outnumbered here in terms of guns. And you make a, you make a fair point. Uh, hmm. uh, let me check if the money has come into my account. I, it it has. Yes, yes, I think it has probably. Uh, it's been split up and sent to each person's account individually. Each person has 375 eddies in their account now. Oh, okay. Ooh. Never mind. <laughs> Woo! Money. Oh, never mind. I guess. I guess they. Uh, he. He already assumed it was. See. For uh, all of us. Uh. <laughs> does Does that make us a team? I guess it does. Are we a team now? Is that how this works? We're, we're at least apartment mates. Roommates. Apartment mates. Maybe not team, but I guess. Uh, if I had to work with someone, I don't know anyone else here. But hey, you got the favor in the end. You, you say you've got a client already in Oasis. Is that what you came here for? I have to fix a hydroponic system. Oh yeah, I got something about that the other day. Oh. Uh, well, Otherwise, today. everyone in Oasis will starve to death. Oh, well, that, that's quite bad. I think that's probably a good use of our favor if it's going to stop everyone starving to death. <laughs> yes. It also is how I get paid, right. so more important. Fair. I'm gonna get myself paid with this fella right here, and I pat the body bag. I don't know how it is in Oasis, but, uh... uh You're not storing that in your hotel room, are you? Oh, he, he won't stay whole for long. Um, but I don't know how it is in Oasis City, but back in that city, uh, you break down a, a, a man like this, and, uh, oh, you get yourself paid by the end of it. That's what I'm saying. By the way, Mavis, you were, you were talking about maybe wanting to stream, right? Maybe starting out? I mean, I, I could do. I, I wanted to get myself, like, maybe not streaming, but I wanted to, like, star in one of those ER shows, you know? I think I've got a face for, for well, radio, probably, but, um... You know, I mean, I, if, I, if you need it, help, I can get you started. You could be, like, Mavis, the parasocial medic or something, you know? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that, that's a good old... That's a good tagline. Um, you want to start with, like, a live autopsy? I'm going to find out... Just how fucked up this guy is. Oh, uh, damn, that would be sick. But not in the positive <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Well, suit yourself. I so you you happen to know that there is definitely a market for things like that. Uh, it doesn't pay super well though. Hmm. But yeah, I mean Look, I'll even let you like gallbladders aren't worth that much. I'll let you like what 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 is it? Uh 360 no scope it into the bin if you want i mean that could be a you know do donation incentive for your viewers i guess but uh you know what if this works out you need me help you know help don't come for free 10 percent cut you know maybe good. maybe 30 40 I, I 60 maybe lot. whatever works for you yeah sure i mean I, I don't know anything about streaming i know about cutting this folk up you know all right i'm good at cutting up footage at this point, the vehicle has arrived at your apartment building, and everyone gets out of the vehicle. Um, 
Mavis, you grab the body and just sling it over your shoulder. <laughs> your body bag is luckily still holding together and uh, is pretty leak-proof at this point, so you're not That's good. leaving a trail of blood to your apartment. People goop. The, the, the medical term is people goop. <laughs> you're not leaving a trail of people goop. And uh, everyone goes up to their apartments, gives each other a nod or a wave as you all head in for a good night's sleep. Hopefully. After that scene? Oh, I might be up a little while. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before everyone goes to bed, uh, Mavis, can you explain exactly what your plan is with this body? <laughs> I, um, Not exactly. Are you going full Dexter here? <laughs> uh, or pretty much. Like, like the... about, uh, Mavis is... Uh, as we know, grew up back in combat zones and, and, and in Night City, parts for fixing up her friendly neighborhood gangers were difficult to come by. So she has taken to scavenging wherever necessary. Uh, Mavis is essentially going to uh, break down for parts, this guy. Um, she doesn't have a lot of like cold storage with her. Like she wasn't really planning on staying that long but uh, she'll do what she can do, and then... Uh... You do have a refrigerator in your apartment. Oh, well, that'll do, that'll do. I mean, it, it, it won't keep stuff like, you know, mint condition, but this guy's probably not mint condition already, you know? Yeah, she's gonna break him down for parts, kind of ex expertly like a butcher. There are, there are a few things that Mavis is good at, but the body and... <laughs> And cutting of bodies is uh, one thing she's very good at. What would, what sort of role do you think you would want to use for that? Paramedic doesn't seem right. Yeah, I have surgery. Now, I don't know if butchering and surgery come under the same thing. The guy's already dead, but it, it would be <laughs> using the same skills. Okay. Yeah, we could see it as a surgery role. I give you one of those. That's a, tw that's a 13. Hey! Ooh. Ouch. I guess I need to roll another one. That's a crit fails. Do I need to roll another one for that? All right. Yeah, go ahead and roll another d10. Uh, okay, there we go. So that's a 10 total. Jesus Christ. All right. So, so a 10 brings the difficulty value to simple, something most people can do without thinking, but might, which might be hard for a small child. <laughs> um, so here's what, here's what ends up happening. You take the body and you lay it out on top of a table. You pull out uh, your little laser. It's it's a laser cutter. It's not a bone saw. Oh, hell We're yeah. Not animals here. Well. Um, you pull out your laser cutter and are going through the, the individual limbs because you don't recognize a lot of this tech, so you're not really sure what can be recovered. Mm -hmm. But you do know that you have limited storage space. Yes. So you go ahead and you cut off the left and the right arm at about say halfway up between the elbow and the wrist uh, you cut off the left arm you cut off the right arm and you don't seem to be cutting or, or destroying any sort of important parts so you just set those aside and you begin work on the feet um, but as you begin cutting the feet off uh, it turns out this person had uh, a set of cyberware that allowed them to jump very very high and you accidentally cut through the spring <laughs> And whenever it does, the foot just rockets off and goes across the room, <laughs> slamming into your TV and breaking it. Um, well, that's... And, that's uh, don't see whoops. that every day. Did we hear that? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other leg goes about that? the same way. You try and keep the spring from breaking off, but it doesn't. And this foot goes out the window with a, with a shatter. <laughs> well... Uh, so you have you have two dismembered arms that still have cyberware inside of them, 
but they're not really cut up in any sort of way that you can harvest it at the moment. That'll probably be something you'll have to do tomorrow. But yeah, you definitely fine. have enough room in your freezer for these two severed arms. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> store those and and probably work away at trying to salvage some organs. Although by the sounds of it, uh, with those terrible rolls and the amount of shredding they were done, I suspect there's not much left salvageable torso-wise. <laughs> you can work for the rest of the evening and, and attempt to do That's it, and at the plan, end of yeah. this, we'll we'll have you roll a medicine cool. roll. Uh, actually, just go ahead and roll the surgery roll right now, and we'll see if you get it. Yeah, okay. That one's a 15. 15. Um, let's see. You managed to salvage um, one cybernetic improved liver. Oh, that makes sense for That's... drug boy to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. has been episode 7 of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, Nova Soviet Roulette. Thanks for listening. We've got another word from the Oasis Advertising Network, so stay tuned for that. But first, you've been immersed in the sounds of the Oasis for 7 episodes, but have you ever wondered what the Oasis looks like? Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talesfromtheoasis for character and NPC portraits, concept art, and other visual goodies completed long after this airs. And finally, we've heard your questions about the blue chips. What are they? How do they work? Why do you keep mentioning them? And so on. Well, wonder no longer, here's a special word directly from Callum Industries that should answer all of your questions. The Oasis is happy to announce the date of the public beta for the decentralized mental neuroprocessing chips, or as many of you know them, the blue chips. But what is the decentralized mental and neuroprocessing chip, and how much can it really help? Well, here's the inventor of the blue chip, Baxter Callum, to explain. What is the blue chip? Well, in short, it's the most significant advancement to humanity since the invention of the very first human machine Neuralink. During an investigation into low worker morale, we discover that during a regular day, an average Oasis citizen suffers from unwanted or intrusive thoughts for over 15% of their total cognitive load. Basically, 15% of the time your brain's working, it's working against you. Thanks to the fine work of some of the Oasis's best and brightest, we've managed to completely eliminate this defect of humanity. Using a simple automated AI thought matrix detection algorithm, during the calibration phase, the blue chips are able to automatically detect catalog and add your intrusive and unwanted thoughts to a rejection filter, keeping your thoughts firmly in your control. Come apply to join the Blue Chip Initiative and make your brain work for you by Callum Industries.